And so, with that, welcome to a new episode of the Got A World To See podcast. And today I want to talk to you about this big topic of freedom. What, what freedom means to me? Like, is this just like, oh, you have a bunch of money, you're free, yay. Or you're just traveling all the time, you're a backpacker, you have no worries, no home, no plans, you're just out there. Or is this, is this a little bit more like, hey, freedom it means that now you have the freedom to take charge of your life, to do the things you actually want to do with the people you actually want to do. And I mean, even just to bring it back to the earth, you know, what I, what I mean by that is in my Instagram bio, so cool, I changed it into I help people to build more freedom in their life. And for a long time, I've been thinking, what am I actually doing? What am I doing here with the second channel? What is my life philosophy? What is driving me in, in the thing that I want to in, that I want to share and also build for myself. And it was always like this feeling of freedom, but even more so this feeling of having already enough and changing and shifting your motivation into a motivation of not running away from something, but going towards something, not being like, oh, I wish that one day I will have the freedom and I will have the money and the resources and the girls and the looks and the this and the that. I mean, then I will finally be happy. More of a feeling of freedom that is like really deeply rooted and allows us, allows me to live a more calmer life, a more grounded life and just, just be, yeah, more happy with what we already have while still being hungry and going forward into growing more. That's a secret. <laughs> so I just somehow love doing that. Welcome back to the God of World to See podcast. Yeah, more happy with what we already have while still being hungry and going forward into growing more not because we need to, but because it is the gift of life, because we get to do it, as corny as that sounds. Every time I say these things, I really feel it, but then I'm like, you know, I'm watching like some people on YouTube, and while I love them, sometimes I'm just like cringing my way, myself away. But really to pump in it, to jump into it, I will talk about the three aspects for me of building freedom. On the one side, relationships, freedom in relationships. What I mean by that and how I feel like it can really change our life. Uh, number two is the freedom and finance. Like, what am I talking about? Like, buy my $3,000 course right now. Da, 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 da. Um, no. I think, I think that's also like a really big topic. On the one side, making money, but on the other side, also not being hooked on it, not being dependent on it, not identifying with it like crazy. And the last thing is health. On the one side, feeling good. On the other side, also looking good. And how with all of these things, this is something that I am on the road of like, I think it will never change. It will be always an ongoing process, so to say. But this is something that I'm working on all the time where I'm like, you know, I'm starting my day and I'm thinking about these things. Like, am I going to the direction of building more freedom in all of these three areas? And let's start, let's start out with relationships. Like relationship, I think is a huge thing. And I think it's a hugely underrated thing is we see a lot of super successful guys that are doing really well, maybe in their finance. And this is what we most of the time identify as like, yo, somebody's doing great. Somebody's doing well. He has a lot of money some coffee here let's sip on it but then maybe he is not that good with girls 
or she or whatever. You know, if you're a girl watching uh, whatever your preferences are, everything is cool, just, you know, most people here watching it right now, guys, just for the context. But if you're a girl, you're super welcome here as well. Watching or listening, of course. And um, it can be a big problem. You know, you're doing really well financially. Maybe you also look good in some way. And then it just doesn't work out with girls. You maybe don't get the respect that you want to get. Maybe you don't get the, cho the cho nah, choice. Maybe it's the wrong word. But like, just let's, let's say the opportunities that you want to have. And then if you do have a relationship, you feel like you're maybe stuck. You feel like you cannot communicate. You feel like you are like in this in this box where you cannot get out, you cannot move. And I just see it with, with a lot of people and obviously also with myself. And of course, you know, I'm still a young guy. I'm really going through it. But I would say at this point for almost like close to 10 years, I've been really interested in this topic, really studying it on the one side, um, like very just, you know, reading articles, watching videos, reading some books, but then even more, it's like, how, how do you study things? You look and you analyze, you look at people and then you have maybe some outside inputs, like maybe a book or something where you can have a reference point where you like, you know, can analyze the situation with something. And just by me observing a lot of relationships, what I notice is so many guys, they're doing well in the other areas of life, but the relationship area can really break it for them. It's like maybe their girlfriend uh, breaks up with them and their life just like goes down the drain. Why does the girlfriend break up in the first place? What did she didn't receive from you that she got in the first place? Is it maybe your fault? And then like this big victim mentality is like, oh, all women are this and that. And it's like, well, what about all men? Like all these like all women or all men conversations to me, they're just completely like silly. Usually the common denominator is you. And so to get practically into let's say relationships and freedom in that. I would say my biggest thing is number one, is the freedom of finding a good partner. And I don't just mean a sexy girl, good looking, fun girl. Uh, that, of course, as well, or guy. But even more so, just have the freedom and the deep confidence that you are an attractive person and that you can attract an interesting person in your life. And you don't need to be classically attractive, like, you know, have nice face proportions or whatever being shaped, all of that is a big, big bonus. But being attractive is that you attract other people. And like, that's in the topic for another video of how to be attractive. And I think around like 60% is really in our hands to like really raise our attractiveness to other people, both romantically and just generally. And um, for me, like rather practically, the biggest thing I, I already mentioned it in my longer podcast, it was like, I, I've built a significant amount of freedom of just finding new people in my life and attracting the people that I want to hang out with just by spending a few years of approaching people. Back in the day, I did it with some buddies, just going out, going to parties. And um, then I was in a long relationship, was which was a very good time. And that then there's other aspects that we're also going to talk about once you are in a relationship. But before that, and also after that, maybe like you followed my videos, 2019, uh, like after a few got, uh, years, again, a single guy. And it took me just like really a few weeks to get back into meeting people like this. And some people might be, oh, yeah, that's because you're a good looking guy. Like you don't even want to know how many good looking guys struggle. Um, not that I want to put myself in the box. Oh, look at me, like, you know. But it's, it's, it's really an underestimated skill of being able to meet people. And not even just meet people, but just position yourself in a way where people might also approach you, you know, where you maybe don't even have to actively go out. 
just by working on your own life. And we're going to talk about that in a second as well. But basically just, hey, very, very practically, the freedom in relationships of having the freedom, the, the confidence that you can go out there and you can attract a new person if it doesn't work out in your relationship right now, or even if you're just full on hustle mode, you're a young guy or you're maybe even an older guy, but you're in a stage of life where it's like, hey, right now I wanna hustle, I wanna build stuff, I wanna grow, I wanna do cool stuff. And I don't have the time maybe for a relationship, but still deep down, you're like, hey, if things happen, things will happen. And also you're always open and active and you might be even seeing people, but you just don't have this attachment of like, oh, please, I wanna have someone because that's really where I see most people, and I've been there to some extent as well for maybe days or weeks. I mean, like recently also where I'm like, oh, I just wish I would have someone. And then and then it just goes into like you just have someone instead of actually having someone with whom you can have a good supporting relationship where, where both parties grow, where you help each other up, where you lift each other up, where you... Yeah, there's never going to be two perfect people, but uh, that's again food for another video is like how to find a partner that truly matches you with characteristics, with energy. But yeah, really the freedom in terms of relationships to be able to find people. And that I would say it's really worth to put in a few months or maybe even a few years of practicing, of meeting people and then actively understanding that, you know, like looks and money and all of these other things, they play a factor, but not because of the people going to run after you after your looks. That's going to give you a few seconds. Like if you look better than an average person, it's going to give you a few more seconds, a more positive first impression, but then you can just totally mess it up in the next five seconds. That's just the way it is. If you have money, it might give you a better first impression. Uh, definitely going to be more gold diggers. But at the end of the day, if you don't have the other qualities um, that people are looking for, then it's not going to help either anyway. And just focusing on that area of life of just meeting some people and um, yeah, building this deep confidence and with that developing this freedom. Like for me also, it uh, was an amazing long relationship, but at some point it just really didn't work out. And at that point, it was scary. But I knew because of the time that I spent in my late teens, I had this freedom to be able to just move on easier and also faster get back into meeting people, which is not necessary, but even not even not doing that, just going out there and just just doing me, you know. I then I went like uh, I went to New York, then I did my big trip. I mean, every once in a while I call it like trips, the big trips. And um, yeah, again, these skills, these communicational understandings of what people find attractive and how to attract new people, be it romantically, but also just be it in terms of friendship, in terms of professionally, uh, that's just so, so big. And I would say the skill, that is something that I will definitely also will be filming videos on. And then a big part in terms of relationship is being able to communicate and being able to understand the other person. Like with some of the stuff that I'm reading, it's like the seven habits of highly effective people. People, Some people might think like, oh, it's about habits. It's about like, yeah, wake up morning in the morning, have a good meal, whatever. A habit, like a practical habit. But actually, it was more about mindsets. And the biggest mindset that I got from this book, this biggest value, let's say, is seek to understand first before being understood. And this, I got to say, again, as corny as that sounds, changed my life like crazy. This is something that I think about almost every day. Whenever I get into the slightest moment of conflict with someone, I'm like, how do they feel? How do they think? 
Why do they do that? And I just noticed how, for some reason, that happened to be that, that I'm pretty good in, in, in communicating in relationships. I have, I have quite a fair amount of conflicts with both, like, again, friendships, romantic relationships, just because I never just let things, like, sit. I have the freedom, also the courage in some way, to start these arguments and then to get to the bottom of how are people feeling, why are they do, doing what they're doing. Let's say you're having a fight, but your girl, your girl actually just, she didn't got enough attention or feeling of being appreciated. And then she starts to like crap on you for just some things that you did, some small things, some small things you said where, it's, where you just like lose your stuff and you're like, why did you say this about me? Why did you do this to me? How can you disrespect me like this? Da -da 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 -da. And then there's even more disrespect, even more resentment because... Because she maybe just wants you to, to see that she didn't get enough appreciation for something or just simply attention, just simply the feeling of being loved. And it's hard. And by no means I want to say like, oh yeah, I have it all figured out. I will definitely make big mistakes. I will definitely mess up relationship. That's just part of life. And while I don't want to, like, let's say, set myself up like that, I'll definitely mess up. Things just happen. So uh, by no means I want to talk about like from a high horse and be like, I have it all figured out. But just these understandings, I noticed how I have like a conflict quite fairly often with all the close people that I have. And that makes my relationship so much better. And it's crazy. And this freedom that comes from it, this freedom of being able to create the safety environment for your people in your circle to communicate with you, that just gives so much freedom. It's absolutely crazy. And this is what, what I mean with freedom in relationships. On the one side, freedom in relationships to attract the people that you want to have in your life. And on the other side, to be able to communicate and to have the freedom to always know you can get, if, if it really doesn't work, you can get new people in your life. But with the people that you have, because you already had the right mindset when, let's say, actively designing your life in your circle. Yeah, freedom in terms of relationships and how if all our other areas of life are doing great, if we have maybe some childhood trauma around our relationship, if we just have some dysfunctionality of communication, we're just not able to communicate, we're just repressing our emotions all the time, um, that can have become a huge problem and it can become a huge, let's say, limiting, a freedom limiting factor. Okay, so my goal with this video right now with this podcast was to make it easy, was to make it lighthearted, to sit down with you, to chat, tell maybe some personal stories also. Now, the story of also how I get around to calling it building freedom and how I'm also a little bit hesitant with that. I had this one buddy of mine, he texted me like, hey, bro, building freedom sounds cool and you have been talking about that kind of for years. But at the same time, there's like, you know, a lot of like finance gurus right now where they're just like, I will show you how to make $2,000 a day. You're going to build the biggest freedom ever. Everybody's going to love you. Everybody's going to be down at their feet and just going to like, you know, you're going to be their master. Like, it's just like, you know, really playing into your like some people's, many people's, our human dark nature of sometimes just like this low motivation. It's like, I want to show it to them. Da -da -da -da. And with that also to transition into the part of, let's say, uh, freedom in terms of finance. And this is how many people understand it and then how it also became a little bit of a dirty word. I don't know if you're maybe aware, if you've ever been in that sphere of, let's say, finance, YouTubing, and generally um, literature around making money is like how many people made their money by telling other people how to make money. You never did anything else. And this is something that I definitely don't want to be to that extent. That's why I have multiple projects running next to each other. But also just to, what are we at, 15 minutes huh? We're doing pretty well. Gonna maybe wrap up at 45 minutes in total.
So to talk about finance, I'm not talking about financial freedom or freedom in terms of finance, in terms of financial freedom, in terms of like, oh, you have so much money that you're free, make tons of money, get rich, get your jet, get your millions. And it's like, that's nice. That's cool. I wouldn't mind that. Why would I? Like there's for many people, there's this negative preconceptions like in order to make money, you have to cheat people over. And it's like, you know, most, most big money is made by people having some form of innovation that either a lot of people use for a small amount of money or a limited amount of people use for a big amount of money. Like if you're maybe in an interest, like, I don't know, like putting rockets in the air, that's a different story than having an app that then like millions or maybe even billions of people use. But you go away from that. What means for me to build freedom in terms of finance is first of all, to start off, is not necessarily to make tons of money, but you actually understand what do you want to do with that money? What are you expecting to get from that? It's like a lot of us, of course, we want to get respect. We want to get respected by the people around us. We want people around us to, to appreciate us. We want people to hear us, to hear our opinions, what we have to say, what we think about things. And very often we think like, yeah, if we're going to get the money, then we're going to get this relationship. We're going to get this girl. We're going to get this car. We're going to get this respect from other guys. And usually with that mindset, you never arrive, especially because people feel that coming off of you. Like how many times I have met people that are doing financially so much better than me and they're just proving themselves to me. It's just like, look at me. I made this. I made that. And I'm just like, bro, it's okay. We're just chilling. We're just chilling. It's fine. And then, in, like, again, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm so cool. Then in other situations, I meet somebody who's maybe doing much better in terms of, like, videos. And I'm just, like, trying to prove to myself, yeah, actually, yeah, I have it all figured out. Is You know, um, we're always playing the two roles. And, um, and this is really the big thing in terms of finance. It's like, Why? Why do we want to have this money? Why are we maybe even addicted to it? Why are we the slaves to our own desires? It's like, I don't know who said it. Maybe Aristotle or some philosopher coming up. It's like, not wanting something is the same as having it. Okay, again, not wanting something is the same as having something. So on the one side, usually we all know it. Like, let's say we get the super cool new laptop. Of course we appreciate it. Of, co of course it's cool. The new phone, the new car, it goes all higher up. The new house, a new island. Of course we appreciate it. But at some point, having it is the same as not wanting it. And if and how can we stop wanting a lot of things? For me, the big thing was like also in terms of finance, not even wanting to have that much money. We're going to get back into actually making it to be free as well. But not wanting even, not needing. I want, but I don't need. I don't need. I'm not going to like be like super miserable if I'm not going to get the millions. Because I started to see that a lot of the things that I hoped I would get, like let's say attractive people in my romantic life, respect from other people, from other men, from people in general, uh, appreciation, being hurt, you know, all these things that we mentioned before. I noticed that actually... Money is often connected to, to it, but it's not essential, you know? You can get all the things, not all, but like, like at a certain base level of having a financial, like as of right now me, like having a certain base level of where you make enough to live a certain lifestyle, um, you just have enough. 
and everything else is not really connected to making money. The pretty people in your life, the cool things that you need, that you can do. Like, for example, in terms of my travel also, it's like, yo, in order to travel, you need a bunch of money, first class, that's the deal. And that can be cool. Maybe at some point I will be able to do that as well if I want. But right now I'm actually milking the free experiences and I'm getting high and I'm getting like, um, yeah, I'm getting high off of just doing things that are pretty much for free, maybe like renting a car, maybe paying for like a, mid, a mid-range Airbnb and then just enjoying it so much because in these other aspects of life, I am doing me and I am feeling like I'm on my authentic path, you know? Um, and having this freedom in that sense, I, I get high because I'm like, wow, I'm right now, I just drove with the car on the beach, like one of my last travel videos from Vlora, Albania. I'm just driving here on the beach with, the, with this car and I'm just feeling so alive. I feel so good. I'm getting the drone up. I'm with an amazing person. Wow. Wow. And it costs me so little. And then also there's different ways of living a certain lifestyle. Like asking yourself also the question, like what type of lifestyle do you even want to live? How much money do you need to make for that? And for me also, because with what I'm doing, travel videos, uh, the biggest, pro- like the big project right now, with then you got the world to see, it happened to be that with a lot of, for example, like different hotels, very expensive hotels that I, there was no way I would pay for myself for that. And the ones that I had some collaborations where I just stayed there um, in return of like covering them in the video. So like not paid. On the other side, I also had some paid projects where I filmed videos for people, for hotels. Um, just like freelance work and and that then also gave me a certain experience and also going on tours like in the Philippines again for me covering in in the video um, I I think the other examples are better like this was one of the best experiences ever but it's not even that expensive but then let's say hotels that cost like $500 a night also just some people that reach out to me it's like hey I have some connections to this hotel you can just stay there for free I'll, I'll, I'll arrange it for you. I'm like, well, that's cool. That's awesome. I appreciate that. Five days, five star, all, all the whole deal. I loved it. It was super cool. Super cool to see how kind of like your work has a certain impact and how some people want to give you back. But on the other side, I also got high off of it because I'm like, yo, I'm right now in this like super luxury hotel and I'm seeing like other people also sitting there and I, I'm not looking down on them. I understand it. I totally understand it. Like you also have bad days when you are in this paradise destinations in this five-star hotels, but I'm just seeing some people like sitting there miserable and it just proves to me and reinforces to me in this belief that, yo, money cannot buy that feeling, that feeling of excitement, that feeling of freedom and direction. There's like many people sitting there with golden handcuffs. Like, you know, it's like you make a lot of money. Maybe you're a banker or whatever, but you're so tied up in your circle. You have, you're maybe even broke because you have to spend all your money to keep up a certain persona. Mm, But that's a different conversation again. And I'm just sitting there and not even looking at other people, just being for myself and just feeling so grateful for this experience on the one side, but on the other side being just like, yeah. And I feel exactly like driving on the beach, with my car, spending $10 a day for groceries, cooking at home, eating healthy, working out in the park for free, the same as in the super rooftop, crazy, amazing Equinox gym. Yeah, pretty much the same. And just like brainwashing yourself to be like, hey, I don't need money to live this amazing lifestyle, like money on a large scale. 
Okay, this is part number one. So everybody, like, not everybody, but some people are like, okay, Danny, so what the hell are you saying? It's like, yo, don't make any money, just like sit on the street, be a beggar. Um, <laughs> I'm just like really getting into my roles here right now. But, but, but it's like, I don't mean freedom is just like exiting the system and not many, making any money. I don't mean that at all. I mean, having this as the base and as the fundamental, as the base structure to then actually get excited about something and shift your motivation. Of course, a lot of what I'm doing is like, hey, I have to keep up a certain amount of money that I'm making. Of course, I want to grow. Of course, I have also some fears just like about like my future, my career and so on. But then when I have like these amazing mornings like today, where I just feel myself, I know what I want to talk about. I feel directed. I feel on purpose. Okay. Um, my motivation is not to make a lot of money so I can get all these other things that I already know how I can get them otherwise. Again, having the people in your life that you want to have, having just a certain emotions that you want to get from life where you think you need money for, that's already taken care of. Okay. And now making money, it's about like, hey, I need a certain amount of money to have the certain amount of impact that I want to have. Let's make it even like a much more selfish, you know? I need a certain amount of money to help my family, okay? To, I'm getting like aggressive here, but like really, to help out my family, to, to be able in the position to help the people that I love, not because hopefully I will need to, but if I will need to, that I can. To have certain ideals and values that you believe are right and that are worth like fighting for in some way, in a spiritual way, like fighting yourself every day where you don't want to get out of bed, you don't want to do things, you don't want to create art. Here right now, I just picked up the book, The War of Art, Breaking Through the Blocks and Win Your Inner Creative Battles. It's like right now, I just cook like two coffees, um, was running around for half an hour before I got around to record this video here. And I felt this resistance, okay? And I went into the fight, into the war with it in a, in a positive, like, spiritual way in some way because my purpose right now is on the one side for myself to, to fill my cup first, to make the certain amount of money, and I'm so hungry. I want to, like, take my family on, on, like, adventurous travels. I want to show my family the world. I want to, like... Also, I'm thinking, like, about creating maybe content in different languages to help like the younger version of me, I feel this responsibility, this, this just deep, deep, authentic drive to contribute to people's life by making the best out of my life, learning as much as I can, and then putting it into ways of making money, contributing back to society, having skills, like my hard skills are like filming pretty videos, editing videos, like I'm an editing maniac. I edit at this point, like extremely fast, like I don't want to like self-compliment myself, but like especially for the past few weeks, I'm editing every day four or five hours and what used to take me like for a video is like really in some way a professional video, like three weeks, now I get it done in three days. Those are the hard skills, but the soft skills are like being able to perform under pressure, uh, getting things done, having deadlines, managing yourself. Those are, let's say, the skills that I'm working on and in the future, I want to make tons of money, but... I am not dependent on it. It's like uh, most engaged, least attached. I heard that from Owen Cook. 
And I really love that. It's like you're so pumped. You want to make it you want to make it happen so much because you're excited about life and you're excited about growing, but you don't need to make that money because you're not hooked on this certain lifestyle and you know that you can get all the things you actually want on the more let's say, interpersonal level, social level. Again, I don't want to repeat myself all the time, but you know how you can get that. And so you have the freedom of knowing that you don't need this money and you can shift your motivation a little bit. And I don't want to say that I'm like sitting here all enlightened and I'm like, I'm acting out of, you know, my motivation is to contribute, to help people. Well, it's always like, you know, you see people starting a YouTube channel. They have like dollar signs in their eyes. They're greedy as AF. And then they're like, I want to help people. And it's like, no, I think you just want to look cool and you just want to get like a supplement sponsor. And that's fine. And that's fine. I'm not even bashing on anyone. It's like um, everybody's on their journey again. For, for me, it's like about developing awareness. And with awareness comes freedom. And so I am aware that, of course, I need a certain base level of money to sustain a certain lifestyle. But right now, I also have this approach, like I recently talked to Bianca about it a lot, that even though I could afford more than I'm actually spending money on now, I am like really instilling in myself this deep belief that I can have the sickest time without spending much money. And it's also this stoic approach, approach of stoicism, living with the least means is like some like major CEOs, um, people that just make a lot of money, very often go into retreats where they like have only the simplest food, water, maybe like no devices at all, nothing. Like just basically living like like hundreds of years ago, maybe in a worst case scenario, maybe even living like a homeless person. Um, not sure if this comparison makes sense, but just to really ground yourself and humble yourself and to remind yourself that all of this stuff, to, to put things in perspective and to remind yourself of what you actually need. And so very, very much my practical approach, maybe advice in some way, what I like to think is like, hey, what type of a lifestyle do you want to live? How much money do you need? And then remind yourself. So then you can actually, once you get to places, you can be happy about it and you can appreciate it and also then shift your motivation. Like, honestly, my dream life as, again, look at me, I'm so cool it sounds, but I am living my dream life right now. Like, like my past is, my parents come from a post-Soviet country where my perspective like they immigrated then and my future didn't look too rosy and of you can make it happen everywhere especially now with the internet things are democratized but basically i'm saying also when i was growing up there were some financial family struggles and i was like hey i want to make i have this dream of living in different places traveling creating content and I was working my butt off for that. And now, like three, four years later, and I, I would say I was working for that longer because I was working like crazy, like nine to five or even more like seven to six, like sometimes 10, 12 hour days after I got done with school, having two, three different jobs. Um, and then even before that, I would say at this point for like six years, I've been living more or less the 5 a.m. lifestyle for at least half a year. That was all part of making this dream life happen where I have this certain freedom. And now this is what I remind myself all the time of. Um, 
And that is also what makes me, sometimes I'm just like, you know, I get caught up in like comparing myself to other people. Look at them. They have a million subscribers. Look at them. They make like 20,000 a month. I want to make 20,000 a month. It's like, of course you want to level up, but then, hey, remember to be, to, to find ways to like be pumped about where you are already to, it's also like I'm thinking about fitness right now. When I started with fitness, I wanted to have the body that I have right now in some ways, maybe a little bit leaner. I, I've been eating a little bit too much in Albania. <laughs> but then when you get there, you're like, well, now I want to look like this next guy who is very likely taking substances, hormone substances to get to this level. And while it's his decision, and I don't even think there's anything too wrong with that, it's like, well, you always, you, you will never arrive. And being aware of that also financially is like really big. And so now I always try to shift my motivation more into, hey, filling my cup first, being selfish in this way so then I can genuinely give and share and have the freedom in knowing that I don't need that much. Like I want to have a certain sense of fashion. I'm sitting here with freaking black shirts. That's all I wear. And I, I feel like I'll look good. I like, I like this look. This is all that matters. That's all, you know. And um, yeah, so this is freedom in terms of finance, not needing it. But at the same time, being able to not shift this motivation from I need money, 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 money to being like all enlightened, like, no, screw capitalism. I don't need nothing. I will just sit in a corner and just shit my pants and don't even need a toilet here. Everything is good. You know, like, no, I, I, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. I want to go from like, oh, I need money, I need money, I need money, I need money, which I find myself very often if like revenue goes down a little bit, I'm like, you know, and then on the good days, I shift into fill my cup to help my, to help my family, to be this person that I want to be, to, to do something bigger in life, because otherwise, what are we here for anyway? Okay. Uh, so yeah, this is the finance part, freedom in terms of finance, not needing it, being aware of how you can live with a more modest income, creating situations where you don't have to work this miserable job. Maybe there's, there's this job that makes a little bit less money, but makes you a lot, a lot more happy. And this is also what I'm doing. Um, yeah, it's just like, okay, let's, I would say let's move on to health. As of right now, we are in, yeah, good time, good timing. Maybe a little bit more sip of coffee. Freedom in terms of health. This is something that I'm also extremely passionate about. Like the health and fitness industry is huge, which is ba mostly based on people not getting in shape, people not being healthy. So people stay in the loop of feeling miserable about themselves um, and every day spending time just like looking in the mirror and not being happy and identifying like crazy with their physical appearance and with their body and just, it's just like, yeah, where you have to get into this place where you have to tell every yourself every day yourself, you have to convince yourself every day that you love yourself. And it's like, like the subtle art of not giving a F by Mark Manson is like, hey, if you need to convince yourself every day, like crazy that you love yourself, there's a high chance that that you're basically every day saying to yourself, hey, I hate myself, so I have to stand in front of the mirror to tell myself how much I love myself, da, da, da. So I'm talking a little bit in terms of health, also, of course, about the physical appearance and your fitness. And what I realize is that there's a huge industry that just plays into people's nature of wanting to have the shortcut, wanting to have the easy way. And uh, like fitness and um, staying in shape, it's, it's not that hard. And some people get mad if you say that. But like, 
simply biologically, it's it's just a symptom, uh, not symptom. It's this concept of your body. Your body operates on on nutrition, on food, on calories. Okay, and um, if you get if you overeat, you gain weight. If you undereat, your body use, uses the resources you stored previously, your fat, to get you going, uh, to keep you going. And this is how you lose weight at the end of the day. So this is the science of it. This is the practical. And a lot of people, they're just like, no, it's not just calories. Don't talk about that. It's like micronutrients are extremely important. You need to eat healthy. You need to eat your berries, your fruit, your fiber. And it's like, of course, like, for sure, like I had some discussions where people are like, oh, so all you're saying is that all that matters is calories. And it's like, no, no, no. But if you have an, if you have an amazing quality of food and they're full of micronutrients and minerals and vitamins and everything you need, but then you overeat, you are going to, over time, become overweight, over time, become obese. You're going to have hormonal difficulties. Your arteries going to have difficulties. Your um, knee and your joints, they're going to be over, um, it's like, um, it's, it's, it's basically extremely bad for you. And it's just, there is just this, let's say this inter industry, multi-billion dollar industry that just plays into your, it's like, you want to have the shortcut, the faster way. And you're different. People want to feel understood. And I totally get it. Like there's a lot of fitness coaches. Like I get these advertisements sometimes on YouTube. It's like, they have been telling you all the time it's just about eating less calories. But do you think your body is like everybody else's body? No, you are different and every human needs an individual approach. And so then you feel understood. This is kind of like the psychology of the advertisement. Like you feel understood and that's how they sell you a bunch of stuff that in the end. But you don't address like the deepest two things. On the one side, understanding the science of it. And on the other side, understanding your psychology and your limiting beliefs that when it comes to your lifestyle and the health consequences that arise from it. And what I mean by that in terms of free, building freedom in terms of health is, yeah, on the one side, understanding the science. And my approach is the 80-20 rule. So kind of like there's just this rule that in many instances in life, if you understand 20% of a certain topic and not just any 20%, but the 20% fundamentals you get 80 percent of the output and especially with fitness i notice is that if you keep the basics up if you keep track of your caloric intake that you not overeat like crazy or you don't undereat like crazy also depending on your goal lose weight gain weight maintain weight then you see that you get enough micro micronutrients that you like don't eat fat all the time eat enough protein don't eat like cheap sugars all the time eat good carbs um no, that's actually the next conversation, the quality of your food. But just like keeping track to get enough protein, to not overeat like crazy on the bad fats, but don't also avoid fats at all and just be like, oh, fats are bad or anything is bad. Carbs are bad. Nothing is bad. Uh, but then again, it's a conversation for, um, I don't want to get too deep into the, sci into, into the scientific thing. And then also looking at the quality of your foods, making sure you get a certain level of macronutrients. And that's also, again, like another, where I, I feel like we every every one of us needs to put in like at least a year or two into studying and mastering these three fields of freedom. And um, so relationships, finance, and health. And that, this is kind of what, what my work here is about, what I talk about. I talk a lot about relationships, especially here on the second channel. 
And uh, the, the thing with us that I see is just, we all just go through our day-to-day -day lives and our jobs very often are not that fulfilling or not that amazing, or maybe we're studying or however. And then just because life is already so painful and you kind of like, you don't have this deep belief actually that you can change your situation. That we almost give up in some ways and just we just consume just random content. Like I, I even saw this like a few days ago. I just had such a bad day and I was just like so aware of my behavior and I'm just like, let me just watch a movie. Not, not even like a video because with videos you can always like shift into different things and just let, let me just numb this pain of this day. And you know what? That's totally fine. That's totally fine. But at the end of the day, I would say the quintessence of this podcast is about building a certain self-awareness where you are aware of why you do what you do so you can not just be stupidly tough on yourself for every bad decision that you make, but be aware where there's certain things holding you back in terms of relationships where you just, where you just see things aren't, keep not working out with maybe even different people. Who is the common denominator? And like you don't want to go down this route. It's like all men are bad. All women are bad. Uh, yeah, these days relationships just don't work. And it's like, well, for some people they do somehow. Maybe look at what they're doing. In terms of finance, again, it's like, I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it. I don't need it. But I really want it. And I'm excited and I'm pumped to do things. In terms of health, it's like, with a lot of people, it's like, well, looks don't matter that much. I would, I would say, um, I agree with you for the most part. But it's like, I mean, obviously, all the health aspects and things like that. But then it's like, sometimes we try to tell ourselves these little lies in some, in some ways. Like, your money doesn't matter much. Looks don't matter much. It's like, having an attractive person in your life, whatever that means for you, doesn't matter that much. But then if you're being honest to yourself, even if you say, hey, looks don't matter that much, you look in the mirror and you just spend hours every day feeling miserable about yourself. And just because you kind of gave up on yourself and you don't believe that you can get better and change who you are, well, that's just who I am. You kind of like give up and start to rationalize. And that's also sometimes I see that in myself. And um, yeah. So at the end of the day, this is the three aspects of building freedom for me. No matter how much I try, I always get a little bit riled up. I always get a little bit tense. Like right now, this is just, again, uh, for me personally, also my approach to it. I accept it that sometimes I just get a little bit tense and a little bit preachy. But I also ask myself, is like, hey, this is how my videos used to be. But right now, I just, my life generally, like I joke around all the time. I have fun. I laugh. And then when I turn on the camera to talk about these more serious topics, I feel like it's even harder for a lot of people to consume that. And so I made the conscious decision to be a little bit more lighthearted, maybe a little bit more funny at times, communicate more how I communicate day to day also in front of the camera. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Also trying to be like really real with you, not to put on like a mask of perfection or just like, hey, I'm just have it all figured out. I'm talking to you here but at the same time also not be afraid to share the things my thoughts my realization things that i think helped me so much where i feel the responsibility to share it with you but then get into this like oh yeah but like 
I don't want people to feel bad about the things that I'm going to say because some of the things that I'm going to say might be hurtful. Some people might see themselves and might feel bad about themselves. Well, it's like, I think, I think some things need to be said. And um, yeah, so overall, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I think at some point, actually, I was holding off also a little bit with filming this video about what does building freedom for me means. And this is basically the 50-minute version of it. I think at some other point, I'm going to update it a little bit, maybe also make it a bit of a more epic podcast. Like uh, in a few days, I'm going to Istanbul, to Turkey, maybe there record a new version of it or maybe in a month or two from now, just because this is also really the core of what I'm doing. And on one side, I wanted to just lay it out once, but you can also expect a video where I'm going to talk maybe even a little bit deeper, but at the same time, a little bit more practical about how I want to go about keep building this freedom for myself, but also sharing this information with you and what you can get and how you can build this freedom. Because my intention of sharing these videos is not just, let's say, um, documenting my journey of how I do cool things, but really me guiding you in that direction and taking you along with me on everything that I am doing. Yeah. And so with that, as always, you too got a world to see. I hope you too will be on the road to build a little bit more freedom in your life day to day. And the concept that I want to finish off also is that freedom, I heard many guys talking about it and I really like that. On one side, Jocko Willink, discipline equals freedom. Freedoms, freedom means responsibility for your own life. And I think this is also where freedom gets often confused with this, oh, I'm free, I don't have to do anything anymore. I'm just free. And this is kind of like the, the feeling of just avoiding life that it's naturally for us often to pursue. It's like, I'm running away, I'm going to travel, I'm going to backpack forever, I want to have this freedom. But I would say freedom is a lot about making small, uncomfortable things every day, about putting yourself in a position where you're more disciplined every single day and suffering a little bit every, every single day so you then at the end of the day don't have to suffer the ultimate defeat of life, so to say, where you're just you know sitting there and just being like, oh, everything sucks. I'm so tied up. People are, I'm, I'm on the whims of other people. I cannot be self-determined. And so it's kind of like, yeah, giving up what you want right now for what you want next month, next year, and generally for your whole life. And so freedom is the responsibility then to put your life into the direction that you want. Because when you don't have freedom is the moment when other people are telling you what to do, how to live, what to believe in. Uh, but even more, just like, yo, you have to do this, okay? And then once you have the freedom, nobody tells you what to do. That's where responsibility comes in. And that's scary because then there's nobody to blame other than you. But that is also the moment where it can go to places where, yeah, personally, it's always like different for people. Also, practically, some people just work a little bit better with more structure. Other people work better when they manage themselves. That's, again, a point of self-awareness. But for me, the big point of freedom is with freedom comes a lot of responsibility. And it's not this concept of just like, whoa, everything is super happy forever. But the ultimate, let's say, self-actualization element of that is so, so huge. And this is why, why I'm doing everything that I'm doing here on the podcast 
and uh, with the mindset videos that I'm doing. And so with that, it means a lot that you have been listening, especially all the way until the end. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, I wish you the best. And if you enjoy the podcast and you want to be part of it, you want to support it in some way. As of right now, I'm not like focusing on having like big ads here. Maybe at some point I'm going to do it a little bit. But if you want to, let's say, also be able to ask me questions that I'm going to be addressing in the podcast, you can join my Patreon. It is starting at $4. Also, there will be an option to uh, get in touch with me Every week, if you would like, I call it The Inner Circle. It's a group of people that I just keep in touch with. Also, when I travel, maybe we link up. And it's, let's say I'm building a tribe, a small selected group of people that are really motivated about living a better life, building more freedom. And uh, with that, also, you can join through my Patreon. This is not a coaching program. I'm also offering my eight-week coaching. That is a little bit of a different conversation um, where it's like really all about you individually. What are your goals? Like uh, help a lot of people to build their online presence, but generally just, let's say, building a certain structure in life in direction of more freedom. But uh, the inner circle is, let's say, a, a little bit more of a low ticket, like not that expensive. It supports my work. It helps me to put out more videos also in the future to involve more people. So it's, let's say, more of a supporting factor. If you're interested in the eight-week program that I'm doing with people, then you can also reach out to me directly through email. With that, we're going to see each other very soon. You too. Got a world to see.